0: Well, Kumba Iron Ore, following the footsteps of the Anglo-American stablemate, the platinum business, of course, of Anglo-American platinum. Uh, There's just too much going wrong, particularly in basic infrastructure like trains, which limits exports. Mpumi Zikalala, the chief executive at Kumba Iron Ore, is with us. You could have exported more iron ore had Transnet been fully functional. It must be very frustrating. Mpumi, good evening.
1: Good evening bruce uh apologies if i missed the first part of uh, your question but i got the last part no, just, uh, which was around
0: I, yeah just it, it must have been incredibly frustrating for you to cut production and then also to cut production for the future three years because you don't anticipate translate getting any better anytime soon
1: yeah bruce it has been a challenging period and uh, we highlighted earlier today that we've seen a consistent decline in uh, our logistics performance if we look at the last five years. And clearly a lot of work is currently going in through the NLCC, or the National Logistics Crisis Committee, to turn this around. And this involves collaboration between broader business, including ourselves at Coomba. It includes Transnet, and it includes uh, government as well. So the logistics crisis is part of the three focal areas that this is looking at. And the other two include air and climate, but has the situation been charged? Definitely. And it hasn't been an easy decision.
0: Uh, The Sishan Saldana line was once the darling of Transnet's railway lines. Is that where the problem is?
1: Yes, it is. So whenever we look at logistics, we look at both the railway line and we also look at the port because ultimately we get to optimum delivery when the entire value chain works. uh, And that's when the mines are producing at a capacity that can be handled by the entire logistics system. And yes, we come from periods where the performance of that line was certainly higher, but as I've said in the last five years, we've seen a decline in the performance of the line. And the current focus is on getting that turnaround. Um, It's absolutely critical that we get that right, not just for Kumba, but also for our employees whose lives get impacted when we have to take the tough decisions, as well as our suppliers and our communities. And as you'd imagine, that essentially gets us to a space where we deliver less taxes and royalties towards our fiscus as Mm -hmm. well.
0: No, exactly right. I mean, your shareholders get fewer dividends. Your, the profits fall. You invest less in the economy. I mean, it, there's this knock-on effect, which is absolutely catastrophic, on many, many levels. What is it now that you've been part of this crisis team on on infrastructure and on transport? What is it that is going wrong on what was a super high-functioning line not so long ago? It was
1: over time. Clearly, what hasn't happened is that there hasn't been sufficient maintenance that's been going towards both the line and the port. And that's catching up with us. And that's the biggest challenge. And clearly, the turnaround from the National Logistics Crisis Committee is then considering getting back to the capacity that that line should be running at. And in total, that line should be moving circa 60 million tonnes. And there is a lot of work which includes various work streams. One a work stream that's brought in additional technical capacity to assist the various teams within Transnet. And I have to say, what's been pleasing around this is that the current leadership of Transnet has actually welcomed that. And they've been open and transparent with us around us working together with them, not just at number, but also with the other all users forum or the other users of the line, and also part of the broader National Logistics Committee.
0: But the outlook for the next three years is still cloudy at best.
1: Yeah, so Bruce, what we've considered is the fact that if one looks at the current state of the infrastructure, it will take some time to turn it around. Clearly, it requires certain amounts of capital, and it requires quite a lot of things to be done. So the reason why we've guided at a flat circa 35 to 37 million tons is through us recognizing that this will take some time. However, I've got to say that we've retained the capacity to ramp up production in the event of the turnaround coming through in a faster period of time. We will be able to match that going forward. And again, we will be part of the solution. This is not a challenge that can just be sorted out by one party. It requires all hands on deck. And that's what excites us about the freight logistics roadmap, which was approved in December, because that will enable greater private sector participation as well.
0: Now, your job cut's not as severe as your colleagues at Anglo-American Platinum, but still, you've got nearly 500 jobs that are slated to go. Also, you've got hundreds of suppliers who, like Anglo-American Platinum, it's a short sure, director from London, looking at those supplier arrangements. The, the consequences of failure, which, you know, doesn't happen quickly it happens slowly slowly and then suddenly you feel the effects as you've been experiencing recently is in the real world you're now adding to the crisis of unemployment and that is simply a question of remaining sustainable i guess
1: yes it is bruce so it hasn't been easy getting this to this point and as i said we have been dealing with the essence of looking at the around for the last five years from a Kumba perspective we started with the more detailed review at the end of 2022 and we started with looking at other measures that we could put in place to prevent us getting to this point point. and really we looked at our mind plans we looked at other structural cost reduction measures sadly we've had to get to this point and we've got to do it because we can't just rely on external factors to ensure that our business remains competitive going forward If you rely on external factors, we clearly all saw what happened back in 2015 and 16, where we saw prices declining quite significantly. We need to have a look at the space that is controllable to us to ensure that we'll continue driving value going forward. I've got to say that we will act responsibly as we go through this process. And that for us means engaging with our trade unions. We've built quite a lot with them. You just have to look at the work that's been done around the health and safety space to understand the power of collaboration with our unions. And we'll also work very closely with our various suppliers because, you know, I know we're talking about the negative right now, but as part of the results, we spoke about the essence of creating enduring value. And as part of that, we indicated that last year we spent 23 billion Rand with BEE suppliers, and within that, we spent six rent on local host communities and that's a figure that's grown from the initial 0.5 billion rents to the current figure of six billion rents over the last five years and that's why we hold our suppliers dearly as well and mm-hmm. we will engage with them in a responsible manner
0: does that continue to grow or is it inevitable that it, it's peaked now because you are cutting back I mean there's no there's no disagreement on that point
1: so Brucece will clearly have to hold back on our expenditure. But as we look at this, we will certainly be balanced because we are a company that operates in the Northern Cape. And we look at that from a lens of saying that we've got to empower the people of the Northern Cape, either through the various social programs that we run, either from an education perspective, health perspective, or just broader social upliftment program perspective, which looks at enterprise development, And secondly, as I said, we've done a lot of work to grow our pipeline of host community suppliers, and we will continue working to ensure that our ecosystem remains balanced. This is about making sure that we'll be sustainable in the longer term, but I have to say we'll be responsible around it. We are very passionate about us making sure that our communities get to benefit from Kumba's existence in the Northern Cape. Mm -hmm.
0: Mpumi, thank you. Mpumi Zikalala is the Chief Executive of Kumba Iron Ore.